I'm John Rutledge, a.k.a. Eggsy from Visionary Rap Group, the GLC. Lover of mystery, disciple of intrigue. I'm Mike Bubbins, comedian and qualified PE teacher, fan of fact, seeker of proof. We're on a quest to unexplain the most unexplainable mysteries. For we are the Unexplainers. Just zoned in on you, just tethered in on you psychically. Yeah. Try some breakfast, Jeff. Just located you with my mind. We got like half an hour a week of peace and quiet, and you just ruined it. No. Yeah, but you can enhance that half hour by, by just channeling your psychic powers. I haven't got psychic powers. Right, come with me, and I will take you on a mission to experience the full strength of your psychic ability. So you're quite prepared for me to go with you. So you're going to make a fool of yourself and be proven to be an idiot as usual. Well, agree with that statement for now. But by the end of it, you will be talking to me without moving any of your lips. Do you want to come then? Not really, but I suppose I will, yeah. Look, 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 look. I'm what? holding your hand psychically now. Well, get off. Don't touch my psychic oh, just hand. a little psychic squeeze there. Oh. Don't do that. Unexplainer's log. As a self-taught psychic brain lord, I was just the man to jumpstart Mike's latent abilities. But en route to his first lesson, it was clear this wouldn't be easy. Especially with Mike's chronic conjunctive thirditis. The bit you're finding hard to comprehend is the fact that there's kind of like a type of gas in your brain that will carry on to exist. Brilliant, brilliant. And this gas can go into space and it can go brilliant. and visit friends. And yeah. this, it doesn't smell like oven gas, it's like an invisible, I'm using the word gas, you know, loosely. Very, very, very loosely. But your Where'd you gas... get mind gas from? You just made that up, have you? I haven't, my, I haven't made it up, I've created it as, a, as an easy Oh, you haven't way. made it up, you've created it, okay. Yeah, okay. Think of something, I... and I will use my psychic powers right now. Be Think of a film, think of a film. Think right. of a film with fire in it. It's a tower in Inferno. What do you want to know about it? Think of B, and it's directed by the guy who's in Happy Days. What are you talking about now? I'm doing an experiment with you because you're hot to trot. It's Ron Howard directed it. Ba, ba. Backdraft. But, and that's exactly what I said. So, you see, psychic power. Wait, then it's given me clues. Me saying to you, what's the capital of Iceland? And you go, I don't know. Begin to that. I don't know. Re, re, oh. Hang on, Reck hang on. Go Reck Reykjavik, yes. That's, see, that's yes. not psychic. Yes! But that isn't psychic. Main actor in the film Naked Gun. Leslie Nielsen. Yes! We are breaking through. You're talking about a quiz. Strong. Jacob's Cream. Crackers. Yes, psychic. And you are that isn't psychic powers. You are building up your That psychic. is not psychic, John. Don't deny it. Don't be scared. Do not be scared. We parked up at a local beauty spot in the Sahawi Valley. I didn't know or want to know how John would awaken my fictional third eye. This is it, Mike. We're here to carry out an experiment that technically will not only make you become a believer, but will make me probably, I will become the king of the world of the paranormal. Yeah. Worldwide, I'll be respected. Countries all over the world will flock to me with Such gifts. Such as? France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Jersey, Guernsey, all Ge the... Jersey and Guernsey aren't countries. Well, technically they are. No, no, they're not. Technically, they're crown protectorates. I, I don't want to be important to you, mate, but if you live in Jersey or Guernsey, it's a big deal. All right, OK, yeah, yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying, Mike, is the fact that the term Crown Protectorate is actually an anagram of the word country. Get a grip, bro. Let's go do the experiment. It's not, by the way. Anagram? It isn't. Yes. We found a quiet spot where Mike could finally blossom from a tiny sceptical larvae into a massive psychic blue bottle. 
So we're going to warm up your third eye. Like like all good sportsmen, it's no good going in deep. You'll just rip the muscle. We don't how, want to rip the muscle. How would you know about being a good sportsman? I'm a qualified PE teacher, right? Mm. Ofsted, excellent. You're the sort of person who bring a signal in every lesson, guaranteed. It's shocking how someone that qualified knows nothing about the third eye muscle. This is why I'm here to educate you. I've got in my containment unit here. Bag. In this containment unit, I've bought just everyday items that I've just picked up. Um, you have no idea what they are. You didn't even know I bought these items with me. I want you to concentrate and see if you can gather a mental image of what's there. So, are you ready for this? Yes. Yeah. Say, I want this. I want this. I want this like you wouldn't believe. I wanted John to fail honestly, so I decided to give his experiment my best shot. To make the exercise more palatable, he'd packaged it up as a 1970s game show. Mike, I need you now to simply turn your back to me. Um, in the, very much the same way you would as if I'd been hit by a car and I was on the side of the road screaming for help. And I'm going to go into the containment unit now and I'm going to take out the first item and place it on the table. Item number one, a small plastic toy horse. Half a pair of sunglasses. No. Item number two, a small rubber pig. Mike, focus on the vision. An ankle bracelet with a, a sign of the zodiac on it. I think it's Sagittarius. No. And finally, a small plastic cockerel. Unleash the power of your mind. A signed photograph of I can't make out of it's Dean Saunders or, or Bruno from Fame. Didn't work. The result of John's guessing game was highly predictable. However, his take on what constitutes an everyday item was much less so. Right, turn around, Mike. These are the actual items. You're having a laugh? Are these your everyday items from your, from your everyday life? And well, they're not very random, are they? They're, they're a set of toys from the same farmyard toy set. Are you more sort of like a Lego man? Well, I'm more sort of like a... I'm an adult man. Haven't you got a farmyard set? My kids have got a farmyard set, yeah. You must at least have a tractor. My son's got three different tractors. I've got three combine harvesters. I just beat him. You're what? 39, what are you doing? I mean, everyone's got a hobby, haven't they? This was silly. I needed a nip it in the bud. Cue a call to my good friend and neuroscientist, Dr. Dean Burnett. Hello, Dr. Dean Burnett. Hello, how are you doing? How Dean, great great to speak to you. Now, the reason we're, the, the, we're calling you, Dean, I need an expert. Obviously, we, I've got a science background myself. I've, I very much went down the BA in sports uh, avenue. Mm -hmm. I know you, you took the easier option of going down the PhD in, in sort of neuroscience. Yes, yeah. Also, essentially, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I too am a man of science. Uh -huh. I've studied films, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I thought about a lot of things in the past. And Mike and I have. We, he does we, think. So, Dean, as things stand at the moment, why are psychic powers impossible? Well, in a nutshell, uh, there's no known mechanism for a human brain to communicate directly with another human brain. There's no known mechanism to transmit information across distances. The brain is entirely contained within the skull. There's no actual mechanism, there's no one in physics which could allow it at present. Clear enough for you, John? That, that's, it's, it's one answer, Dean. I think it's a very well thought out answer, but I also think that there are other answers that just some of us haven't taken into account yet. I think if we all lived in a world where we all took more answers into account, there would be more answers. It sounds like it should be deep. I'll go that far with this. Obviously, you've studied a lot of science, um, you've done loads of experiments, have you ever gotten a partner or a friend to draw a picture or think of something in another room and then just tried to focus on it yourself? I haven't, but uh, someone else actually has. She's like Susan Blackmore from uh, Oxford University. She spent 20 years investigating experiments just like this, 
trying to see if people can communicate. They used, even use identical twins. And I'm afraid after 20 years, she didn't really find anything of any use. So um, I haven't, but only because I've read about it being done and uh, not being successful. So sort of 20 years of, of, of peer-assessed research has, has drawn a blank, essentially? Essentially, yes. Um, Dean, the, the third eye, um, scientifically referred to as the penile gland. The pineal. Pineal gland, John. The penile gland. <laughs> um, I can tell you about the pineal gland, if you like. Okay, you might know a bit, m bit more about that one, but okay, yeah. Pineal gland is a very important gland, right at the centre of the brain, as you said, underneath the thalamus. It's often thought of as the third eye because signals from the retina, the, the bits of our eyes which detect light, are relayed to it regularly, and it sort of regulates our sleep patterns. Uh, but uh, as a result, it's sort of got this mystical reputation as a semi-spiritual part of the brain instead of just a very useful gland, which is what it is. So is it possible if I put my ear really close next to Mike's head, I can hear him thinking? If you put your ear really close to someone else's skull, you can hear them thinking about the sea. It's true that. See, Mike, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. Would there be a mechanism whereby people might think they're experiencing psychic powers and they're not? The brain obviously is able to tell the difference between signals created by things we hear and perceive and experience, but also the things we think of. In some people, for various reasons, you know, stress or like illness, that ability can be sort of compromised or can break them altogether. So you end up perceiving the thoughts in your head as an external thing and vice versa. So we end up being sort of constantly hallucinating people with psychosis and schizophrenia do that sort of thing. And then you can easily see why someone might think, oh, I can hear people's thoughts. You can't hear what they're thinking. You can actually hear what you think they're thinking. Well, we'll sign off then, Dean. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a very busy man these days. Yeah, cool story, Dean. No problem. It's been a pleasure, Mike. Yeah, whatever. Dean was a great guy, but obviously massively unpsychic. His opinions left people like me confused, what with his PhDs, his sciences, and most of all, his brain. Mike had his so-called expert, but I also had mine. So, John, we're in the, uh, the rather spectacular-looking Welsh borders, driving up through mid-Wales, heading north. So where are we going now? I don't want to give too much away. You're getting into it now. You're, I can feel that you're picking it up a bit, so... Can you really? Yeah, that's why I've asked you to bring a photograph with you of a pet. Yeah, why is that? That's why we're sat in this car. I'm not going to say too much else, just... I'll tell you what, see if you can guess where we're going. Let's do a little exercise. Try and use your psychic energy and, and, and picture what's in my mind, because I know where we're going. Pusselli Butlins? No. Bala? No. Planted? No. No. Think about it, you've got a picture of a pet. I've got a picture of a pet. World of dogs? No, mine's a cat. Dog and cat world? No. No. Cat Catville? Catland? No. Catford? No. Dogbury? No. Clan Dog? No. Clan Cat? No. Ponty Cat? No. Ponty Dog? No. Clan Vi Dog? No. Clan Vi Cat? No. Abba Cat? No. Abba Dog? No. Abba Cat Dog? No. Abba Dog Cat? No. Give up? Yeah. After what seemed like days of John's tedious quiz, we finally arrived at an unassuming house near Wrexham. I was still none the wiser. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, John. Pleased okay. to meet you. Pleased to meet you. This is Mike. Come on in. Oh, wonderful. Lovely stuff. Uh, right, Jackie. So, um, can you just introduce yourself to Mike? Right. As mad as this sounds, Mike, I'm yes. what they call an animal psychic. Right. Which means psychically, I can communicate with animals. So, are these alive animals or dead yes, animals? Yes, live or? and spirit. Yeah. What do you think of that, Mike? <laughs> it's one of the uh, stranger things you've. It's good though, isn't it? Introduce me to John, yeah. Yeah. An animal psychic. This was beyond my wildest expectations. I mean, John had really surpassed himself this time. I was desperate to sit up and beg for answers. Well, this is what I want to know then. If you're, if yeah. you're talking to dogs, mm. 
Do they use some sort of dog morse code? Do they use like a one woof for yes, two woofs for no? No, but as you sit there, right, um, you're listening to me, but my voice doesn't go straight to your mind. Your ear has got like three separate bones that do a vibration, goes to your brain, and your brain actually then gives you the information. You're having a chat with a cat in the universal language of, of animal, uh, whatever it's called. Yeah. Animalese, whatever. But could, could like a mouse try to get into the conversation, jump in? And you'd be able to tell it was a mouse? Well, why would they? They don't know me. They don't have an owner that wants to talk to them. So what... Nosy or rude. Why I see. would they want to... No, it doesn't kind doesn't of work, work like that. Is the goldfish the most stupid of all the animals? No. Goldfish in my opinion, as kind of like the eyes of the world, because they live often in a circumstance where they don't actually do a lot, mm -hmm. but a lot goes round on the outside, so say in doctors' waiting rooms, people's houses, so they actually can take information in. There's no way you could put a goldfish in your living room and use it as a type of um, sort of burglar system where if you were away on holiday in, in Devon for two weeks, you could tune into the goldfish and make sure no one had broken into the house. No. One misconception, people use a saying and they say bird-brained. Birds are highly intelligent. And I was really lucky, I actually went to falconry and I went and chatted to five different birds. Mm -hmm. And the information I got from them was incredible. Wow. I chatted to a lot of birds in the 90s. And it was all pubs and stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. before you got married. Yeah. 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 Armed with an image of my deceased pet cat, I couldn't wait for Jackie to demonstrate her psychic powers. I knew this would blow Mike's mind so hard, his brain gas would leak out or at least give him a bit of a headache. I've got a photograph here, and uh, can I give you the photograph? Yes. Can I, can okay. yes. Mike, do you want to describe it, Mike? This that, is okay. a very young John Rutledge, I'd say 60, but with the ears of a fully grown man. You, you've got a fantastic hairdo. It's lovely, isn't it? Like a curtain, it's like uh, a sort of Beckham cradling a black cat. On the head. I can't even see your eyes. I can, yeah. I can just see your fringe and, and your cat. I mean, I've seen a lot of photographs in my, in my time. You've seen at least 100 John, photographs in your time. Nearly Mike. 200 photographs in my oh, life. Wonderful. And this is possibly in my top three. Yeah, I might go into Asda and see if they'll print it on a cake for me. Yeah, well, <laughs> do that. Quite good. What was your cat's name? Quite a strange name. That cat was called Nimrod. Right, so what, what I'm going to do is um, tune in, ask him to come forward, and yeah. I'm going to ask him to tell me a bit about himself. Okay. Bear with me, obviously, because it's quite a long time ago. Yeah. And stuff, so hang on a second. Suddenly, Jackie went quiet. We sat in silence as she closed her eyes, reached out, and attempted contact with my dead cat, Nimi. The, f the, f the first picture I get is a, re like a really funny picture, and I don't know if this is a settee, but it's like running and like clinging onto something. Yeah. There was a lot of climbing with that cat. Yeah. <laughs> it was very clear, hence there was the picture of him on top of my head. I actually don't think he was a great hunter. No, I don't. I, I think I'd agree with that. Did you mind having the name Nimrod at all? Because I know it's a strange name. What's the cat's what they called? Well, interesting. For some reason, I hear, hear Nimi, so I don't Nimi, know if yeah. people shortened it. Yeah, I would call it Nimi. Yeah, yeah. so that's what he's yeah. given to sometimes, me. Yeah. Sometimes the rod. Oh, right. Well. I'm very much curled up in a duvet, so he used to get on somebody's bed, but he showed me, like, really just curled up. But there was a thing called the worm blanket. This is quite funny. He had worms. <laughs> um, obviously, that freaked us all out, so we got him the medication to get all rid right. of the worms. Came home and slept on a blanket and when he woke up there let's just say there was quite a heavy deposit on the blanket and from, from, from then on inwards that blanket was known as the worm blanket <laughs> and if friends came around to sleep um, no, you'd no. be like you you're getting the worm blanket tonight <laughs> so we did wash it we did wash the blanket but, it's good, I mean, good to know you, you didn't see fit to throw that away afterwards <laughs> not in my house no is there anything about his death at all okay um well i get the words like pretty instantaneous mm -hmm. so i 
But was he flipped over? When he died, we found him in the morning and he was on the side of the road. So it was pretty much like he was hit by yeah, a car. That's you know, what I, I on think he broke his neck. But he also said to me, look normal. Yeah, he did look normal because yes. a friend of mine came around that morning. I think my parents had put him on a dustbin lid and my mm. friend came around and he couldn't figure it out. He's like, what's wrong with him? He looks normal. He looks normal. I was like, no, he's dead. He couldn't figure out why he wasn't moving or anything. Although Jack had correctly revealed that John's cat Nimrod jumped on furniture, curled up in blankets and died looking like a cat, I still wasn't convinced. How do you feel, John? Pretty good. Um, it's nice to know that Nimrod is somewhere out there. Uh, Mike, have you got your picture of your dog? Uh... I have and I haven't. Couldn't find any. Uh, it came down to two options. Option one was I was going to, I'm not a bad artist, I was going to draw a dog. <laughs> right. I thought that probably wouldn't work. No. Yeah. So I then went through, through the magic of the internet and I found a dog that looks a bit like my dog used to look like. And I then went on Photoshop and I had a sort of 80s photo tint to it. Oh, that's authentic. That's authentic, yeah. I don't know if that's obviously no good to you. No, because I lied up interviewing that actual dog. But she did look a bit like that, though. <laughs> That's not going to work. Okay. I was disappointed with Mike. He hadn't even met me halfway, and on the way back home, his negativity stank out the car so badly, I had to wind down all of the windows. Not entirely convinced, if I'm honest, John, about the whole animal psychic thing. I like you as a... As a I wouldn't say I love you. You enjoy me. Well, I enjoy your company on a semi-regular basis. On a hot right? summer's day, you would enjoy me in the park. I'd happily take you to Gavartha Park. You and I could strip down to our shorts, and I, I would play with you in the splash park all day long. And on a cold winter's day, you would enjoy me with some snow. Well, and when you die, John, I'll be sad. I will but be But you know sad. what? I don't need to comfort myself with thinking that you exist in some sort of everlasting life. I just think John's dead. Move on. But since the dawn of time, some people, nice people, with mm. a different mindset to me, mm -hmm. right? I've got a sort of need to believe in that they can't let go. You're still not convinced, and I can sense that coming off of you. I can feel that, that energy pouring Well done, out of mate. You've right. picked that up. You've I'm, done well there. I'm very sensitive to these issues. But what do you say to the fact that there are government departments that are willing and will pay millions of pounds researching psychic powers? Right. Weaponising the mind. Let me tell you how government departments work, mate. I've been a civil servant. You're given a budget every year. You're 200 million pounds short. Don't spend that 200 million quid. Next year, you get 200 million quid less. That's the way it works, right, pal? Oh, General. Which were 200 million pounds under what we've got to spend this year. Buy some more tanks. Not enough time. Oh, buy some more guns. No, no, there's no, there's no more guns left. I think, General. Psychic powers. What? Psychic powers. They've got to spend the money with nothing to show for it, right? Phone up the psychic powers people. Hello? This is the Ministry of Defence. Oh, can I help you? What have you got for 200 million pounds? Um, psychic stuff. Oh, brilliant. Can you prove it? No. Right, if I can find someone who's been involved, who may well have caused a toaster to fling across the room and smash into Colonel Gaddafi's face. Well, that, that, that will prove nothing to me, mate. You, you, gonna, I can say to you, I was in Iraq in the 90s and, and I made a Breville toaster uh, smash into Saddam Hussein's kneecap, so I believe in psychic powers. I said, like, oh, really? Dude, that's amazing. That means nothing. I can say those things. It's not fact, John. It, right, oh, all right, OK. I might not be able to find someone who's, you know, thrown a teapot in someone's face, but I can probably find you someone who can give you evidence that government programs have run to train people with psychic powers that can be used for weapon-based reasons. Fact. I tracked down a retired military operative in Texas whose unit specialised in using the power of the mind to spy on distant locations. Lynn was an expert remote viewer and had agreed to divulge some of his most secret secrets. No more books, Mike. This was it. 
the real deal. Lynn, hello. Hello. Hi, I'm, I'm John. This is Mike. Hi, Lynn. Great to speak to you. Um, Lynn, you're an expert on remote viewing. For the sake of Mike and for other listeners as well, could you give us a bit of an intro to yourself? I uh, was a remote viewer in the United States Military Remote Viewing Unit. Our military unit was what's called a black unit. We didn't officially exist, and everything we did was immediately classified. The unit started simply because back in the 60s, they found out that Russia was spying on us using psychic spies. They got some of the documents smuggled through that showed what the psychics had turned up with, (laughs) and they were getting our secrets. So they said, well, maybe we can use it for spying too. They actually developed a methodology that can be taught to anybody. The subconscious of every person does seem to have some kind of psychic ability, some intuitive ability. There you go, Mike. Everyone has the ability. Everyone, Mike. I mean, my, my standpoint is a little more cynical than John's, obviously. Mm. What, what would a typical day be sort of with the other soldiers there or the, the other psychics? Uh, we would basically go to work. If there was tasking that came in from some other unit... And let's say it would be to describe a location somewhere. And from there, the viewer starts working. You sit there in a wide awake state, no trances of any kind. You turn things over to your subconscious and you let your body sometimes draw pictures, sometimes write words, whatever. In about an hour, the viewer would draw a summary page of information. We took it from, oh, there's water at the site, all the way to where... We could uh, draw the floor plans of the place where the political hostage was being held so that they could go in and rescue him without getting killed. From a science point of view, what do you think the, the explanation of remote viewing is? Uh, I was over in Japan for a TV show, and uh, they hooked me up with all these electrodes and everything else. They said that it was the same brainwave patterns as a Shaolin monk. Lynn, is that a process where I could somehow link with John and he could be my eyes in another part of the world? You access someone mentally. It's more like you know their every little dirty secret. You know about the hemorrhoid cream in the cabinet and you know about the playboys under the mattress. And You've you been reading my mind, Lynn. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Mind. Stop it. it. I'm a big sports fan. Big NFL fan, for one thing. You, know. you live there in Texas. Could you... Get yourself into Dallas Stadium there and watch the Cowboys game from the 50-yard line while you're you're sat in the car park and not paying for a ticket. There is a stage of controlled remote viewing where you cannot tell you're not at the site. But that's very hard to achieve. It's very hard to hold on to. I don't think I could hold on to it for a full game. Especially if the Cowboys started losing, I, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. You'd mentally leave your seat, yeah? (laughs) Is it something the government still pursues? Have they gotten any further with it? The um, unit was closed down several times. I keep hearing that they actually honestly closed it down this time. I hope that's not true. We saved a lot of lives and we, we did a lot of good work. Based on Lynn's testimony, I had to try remote viewing for myself. If this ability was in all of us, then maybe even a psychic simpleton could give it a go. So I took Mike out to test my theory. This is the middle of nowhere, mate. What are we doing? Let's just do it here. We can't do it here. Why not? Too much psychic noise. Let's go to a clear. I'm not doing any more walking now. I can see the aura. There's a blue aura here. This is a purple and red. 
Never work in a purple or red. Can't work with psychic noise. You're an idiot. Barbara Woodhouse wouldn't work with a cat. I won't work with psychic noise. Fact. Walking for over an hour across a post-industrial desolate wasteland near Ebervale with a gullible burke to conduct yet another pointless experiment might sound like a dream come true. Hmm, if I'd had a dream about the worst day of my life. Inside this envelope with the coordinates of somewhere within a five mile radius of this place. We're going to study them and we're going to try and find those coordinates with our mind's eye, with our third eye. Why? Because we're going to draw what we see and the results will astound both you and I. Not me as much because I'm a full believer, but you will probably cry or like wet yourself. In the school of remote viewing, I might have been the teacher's pet, but Mike was definitely the naughty boy. I couldn't stop him punching me at dinner time, but by sitting as far away from him as possible, at least he couldn't copy me on the test. My picture's coming out pretty good. Um, I mean, I've been here for like five or ten minutes and already I, I'm feeling strongly drawn towards the east. So there's a strong sense of a bridge here and I've drawn this sort of, what I call a three-tiered house. And there's water. The results will be astounding when, when Mike draws exactly the same thing as me. I like drawing, I like things. So I decided to just draw some things. I say with my uh, pen and paper, I've no idea what I'm drawing, I'm just drawing what I'd like to see. It's just a profile picture of James Rockford next to a Pontiac Firebird outside Lambeau Field, the home of the Green Bay Packers. Obviously that's not within a far more radius, but, you know, it's as good as anything else. Hashtag drawing. Now that we completed our psychic scribbles, it was time to compare our notes. Hashtag notes, hashtag comparison, hashtag. There's a marked difference between what we've sort of got here. Yeah. I thought it's pointless because I can't see anything on my third eye. So why not draw things I'd want to see? Yeah, you know, that's Green Bay Packers, that's the logo. Do you focus your third eye for that? or Yeah, well, as much as uh, anyone can, yeah. That's not in a five mile radius of the coordinates, is it? Says you. You've essentially drawn a Japanese scene with your third eye, yeah? We're, we're in Ebervale, John. Whilst I was drawing it, I got this in my mind. Bang, 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 bang. You know, that Eastern. Is that Tenko? That sort of, you know, that, them funny stringed instruments. This means when we go to the location, which I'll put into the traditional sat-nav in the car, we'll drive there. When we realise we're not in Japan or Southeast Asia, I'll be proved right, everyone's happy. Well, I don't say everyone's happy, I'm happy. In You're just bumbling through life with almost no emotion like you always do. John was about to get punched so hard in his third eye with my fist of fact, there wouldn't be a psychic ice pack in the world that could bring down the swelling. But when we arrived, things didn't go quite as I'd expected. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, go on. I'm looking at a lake. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. There's definitely a lake in my picture. And a three-tiered Japanese-style pagoda. No way, Jose. With a bridge. Whoa! <laughs> bridge too far, Mike. A bridge too far to the destiny and the truth. You cheated, didn't you? No, definitely didn't cheat. You cheated, didn't no, you? didn't cheat. No, you, I would never cheat. I just opened my third eye. Didn't, definitely Why did didn't you cheat? cheat? Why would you cheat? Who was your favourite wrestler in the 70s? Like Kendo Nagasaki or something? Big Daddy was a monster. Giant Haystacks? I, I, I mean, Haystacks was really good, but I think. Roller Ball Rocker was the one on your I think Roller Ball. I don't remember him so much. I'm a stash, like a unitard. The Unexplainers is a zipline creative production for BBC Radio Wales. That came straight from my mind. The Unexplainers. Extra! 
check out our website, theunexplainers.com. Follow us on Twitter, at The Unexplainers. Find us on Facebook, or check out our videos on YouTube. The Unexplainers, explaining most things that are unexplainable. Apart from that horrible bit of skin in between your toes, I'm not going anywhere near that. Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The Demon Seed is happening. It's now. It's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things that, you know, it's you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially mm. between the two of us ever. Oh, um, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll, be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the Demon seed. seed. And we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the Demon Seed. Listen to the Demon Seed. Washing up. There we go. Listen, listen to the to Demon, demon seed. seed. Paint in the wall. Listen to, listen to the Demon Seed. seed. Um, I, haven't got, I don't know many people. Listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, don't don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, you've been no, kicked uh, up by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh, you live sleeping in the car. Yeah. Listen, listen to the demon to seed. seed. Um, uh, had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But your yeah. ear. But it still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes, Listen yes. to the demon Listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen. L- no, 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 be careful with that. Okay. Because you've got to be aware of traffic and stuff. Oh, how about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway. Safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder, away from the car and called the authorities. And then? Listen. Listen to the demon to seed. The demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. Crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon Press seed. Pause. Yeah. Cross Get the road the safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Going then... the pavement again. Listen to the demon listen seed. To the demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Going there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon listen seed. But then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to bird song. Nature. Listen to, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for a spare change by homeless people? Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed, yeah. Or pretend, uh, just, just pretend, listen to the demon seed. Yeah, classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the... In, in a quiet demons. carriage, make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this... Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the demon seat. No, I, we can, I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, so. I don't, because it'll... Yeah, think that's that. true. Might ruin it. The trains in it. Okay. All right, well, I think we've given them a good... A pretty pretty good roundup of what to... How to use well, the reset a punchy 15 seconds, so that, that's, that should nail it. That's right in there. That is top of the chart. That was, See, that was perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, there. I like the way the standards are so low. That was if you If you're producer Reese, you know, listen to the Demon Seed. You'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah. <laughs>